0: This week, on a very special mini-sode of Body Counts and Beer, we're discussing our favorite martial arts fight sequences. Hello, and welcome to a particularly savage mini-sode of Body Counts and Beer. I'm Mark Rosenthal. I'm Patrick Bromley. I am the power-up known as Jonathan Rooney Taylor.
1: That's a good one. It's where you just press the button and keep shooting.
0: Oh, shit. Yeah. I, you know, I, I want to real quick before we get going, because we always stay on track on these things, but quick side thing, when it comes to power-ups, I miss the days of just being able to walk over hunk-o-meat and get better.
2: <laughs> my f- One of my favorite power-ups of all time is in the Castlevania series, where if you whip a piece of wall and it breaks and you get a pork chop and that restores your health. Yes, yeah. Because Dracula apparently has nothing better to do with his time than like I'm gonna hide a bunch of pork chops <laughs> in my walls, <laughs> like my fake walls, you know, like in my castle. Yeah, yeah. You know what these sconces
0: need? <laughs> Hidden chops.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, so this week, uh, because next week we are uh, discussing the 1995 Jackie Chan Kung Fu classic Rumble in the Bronx. We are discussing our favorite martial arts fight sequences. And we've done our favorite martial artists, but now we're doing favorite martial arts fight sequences. And that can cover any form of the martial arts. We could be talking about taekwondo, karate, kung fu, uh, jeet kundo, muay thai, uh, taibo, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the boxing, MMA. I don't care. Anything like that. Anything that's a martial art, it is on the table so let's go around the horn John we'll start with you what's your favorite martial arts fight sequence cool I'm gonna
2: go for the hallway sequence in Old Boy yes uh, the original Korean version
0: well, not the Spike Lee remake no
2: what? that movie as it turns out is unwatchable garbage
0: and just unnecessary
2: <laughs> yeah It's weird that it is very slavish to the original movie, but then whenever it diverts, it diverts to be worse. (laughs) Yeah. Like, it goes out of its way to
0: be a worse movie. It's the Gus Van Sant psycho of fighting movies. Correct.
2: Got Gus Van Sant. You know what? This classic movie needs Vince Vaughn masturbating.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think every movie needs a little bit of uh, Vince Vaughn. Give me the double V. Vince Vaughn from Swingers. Yeah. yeah.
2: Get him in here to play Norman Bates.
0: This will be great. Yeah, and yeah. just jack it all over the place. <laughs> That's what domestic disturbance was missing. Vince Vaughn jacking it. <laughs> Boy,
2: Vince Vaughn. We still haven't figured out what to do with that dumb dumb. No,
0: he had that brief run in the, like the <clears> late '90s, early 2000s, where he like embraced his like uh,
2: his like douchey, lazy douchebag
0: yeah. like guy, like
2: doing a bunch of shit with Owen Wilson. Yeah, yeah like Wedding Crashers, Wedding Crashers, that Google movie,
0: uh, old school, uh, that kind of thing. yeah. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, hallway sequence in Old Boy with the hammer and whatnot.
2: Yeah, so it's a... I don't know exactly how long it is, but it's one continuous tracking shot from one end of the hallway to the other, uh, directed by Park Chan-wook. I just had to get that out there because I spent a long time looking it up. For sure, yeah. Uh, Because I always conflate uh, his last name. I I always switch where the hyphen goes. Of course. Uh, None of this is important. Uh, but yeah, the fight scene is incredible. You've got uh Ode Su, the main character, has been imprisoned for fifteen years. Spoiler alert for Old Boy. Oh no! I'm just gonna set up the premise, okay? Because uh, there's lots of twists and turns and thrills and chills. And if you're not careful, a some Vince of Vaughn sprints.
0: masturbating. Uh, whoa! Oh no! Ah,
2: oh. oh. oh, guys, I wasn't careful enough. I got Vaughn all over oh, the place. There's spluge on my face. <laughs> He slimed me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, the the main character, Odei Su, is just this shitty drunk businessman. He one night gets kidnapped. Uh, He is imprisoned for 15 years with no explanation, is set free with no explanation, and is told by the person who imprisoned him, if you can figure out who I am and why I imprisoned you, Within, I think, like five days, I will just kill myself, and you'll go free. If you can't figure it out, I'll kill you and your whole family. Uh, so he is on a quest for vengeance, right? Uh, notably, because this is the second chapter in the Vengeance trilogy. Uh, yes, that this director did, uh, where you've Alongside
0: got uh, Lady Vengeance. And so, sympathy, sympathy
2: for Mister vengeance, vengeance was the first one, then Old Boy, then Lady Vengeance. Uh, Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance is real tough. Uh, I've not seen it. Both for its content is real tough, and it's also like it's just not particularly good. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, Old Boy is real good, but also again real tough. Yeah, it's like strapping for some trigger warnings because it got all of them. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Uh, and it, ki- the ending kind of has a message that I super don't agree with about, like, ah, just forget about when you were a monster. Yeah. Like, yeah. almost literally. Like, keep doing what you're doing, just be ignorant about it, and you'll be fine. is yeah. just real gross. Uh, and then Lady Vengeance, the first half of it is, like, a really bizarre, like, almost like a Tarantino kind of revenge movie where Lady Vengeance is... Uh, she did some time protecting this, like, guy that she was in love with, uh, taking the fall for some of his crimes, and then she, like, finds out that some of his crimes were, like, child murders, and he's like, well, I'm gonna fucking kill this dude. And it's insane, because she gets out, and she gets these, like, blueprints for this, like, mythical gun that she has these, like, magical gunsmiths make for her, (laughs) and it's, like, bizarre. But then, like, halfway through the movie, she finds out, like, Oh, he's killed a lot of children. So she gets the parents of the victims to, like, come together and get collective vengeance on him. And it just, like, takes this real sharp turn sure. into being very bleak and uncomfortable. <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> uh, hallway but, fight. oh boy, uh, has kind of the perfect match of tones. Uh, and the hallway fight is incredible. Uh, it is literally just Odessu with a hammer, which is his weapon of choice. Just, like, uh, go down to Home Depot, get a hammer... Uh, versus like 20 or 30 goons with like two by fours and bike chains and other kind of melee weapons and it is just this guy and he has a fighting style of just i taught myself how to fight in a padded cell for 15 years so he's not like graceful or good but he is very brutal and efficient Uh, and through the course of the fight like Everybody... You can see it taking a toll on him and the goons. Yes. Like, there are moments where everybody is literally just trying to catch their breath before, like, another burst of violence comes through. It's
0: super uh, realistic in that sense. Like, it's not realistic that anyone would take more than a few blows to the head from a hammer. Uh, but this guy like just trashes his way through a hallway. It's all—it's almost shot like a side-scroll beat-em-up video game.
2: Very much so, yeah. Uh,
0: it's super claustrophobic and very strange. It's really kick-ass.
2: And uh, he gets to the end of the hallway, and he gets to an elevator that opens, and it finally switches to see his reaction to a bunch of goons on this elevator. Uh, and he just has this look like, oh god damn it, come on! <laughs> uh, but then the movie has really great editing. It just cuts to the elevator doors opening and him standing while everybody else just falls out of the elevator. Oh, so yeah. he must have had like a Captain America Civil War elevator fight that we just like were too exhausted to see. <laughs> Winter Soldier. Oh, that was Winter Soldier. Yeah, you're right. What are you fighting? Uh, Civil War airplane. I think so a
0: a helicopter a Spiderman he stops a helicopter from taking off with his bare hands Ah. yeah it's pretty cool those are good movies too yeah and he did it in real life and hurt himself ouch yeah poor Chris Evans that would hurt yeah sure I couldn't do it nope no <laughs> Patrick, favorite martial arts fight sequence?
1: Uh, I'm going to go with the opening sequence in uh, the French film Brotherhood of the Wolf. And it's really. You, Le Frère de Loup or something. Le Pacte de Loup yeah. or whatever. Uh, Directed it, by the director of the Silent Hill movie. Is it really? Christophe yeah. Gans? Oh, nice. Good for him. It killed his career. <laughs> oh, yeah. Christoph Gans. It was literally the next movie he did after Brother oh. on the oh. wow. That's a bummer. It really is. <laughs> in any case, uh, in this fight sequence, it's like pouring down rain and these assholes are like uh, harassing some lady. And these two guys who will be uh, the chairman from Iron Chef. And uh, I don't remember Iron the... Iron Chef America. Iron Chef America. And I don't remember the uh, French actor's name, but I know he does other things with the lady that did Amelie. Like, he's mostly just a heartthrob? Is it oh. Jean Renault? Oh. I don't think so. No. That's the only French actor I can name off the top of nice. my head. Nice.
0: Not even Gerard Depardieu?
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, no, that
1: is. Depardieu.
2: That man, if you cut him open, he <laughs> bleeds
1: brie. <laughs> <laughs> and other Gerard Depardus. <laughs> <laughs> uh. In any case, they just like ride up on horseback and there's not a lot to be said. It's just uh, some French people growl at them and they hop off in the pouring, pouring rain and everybody gets the shit beat out of them. Except for occasionally you stop for really artsy uh, cinematography of the rain running down the bow staff that's kicking sure. everybody's asses. Or the rain running down the blood <laughs> on all their bruised French faces. Because like, this is a period piece, right? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's like 1700s or something.
0: With weird like Matrix-esque kung fu fights. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, it was definitely when Hong Kong was in everything. It was when we also had the Hong Kong Three Musketeers they made. Oh,
0: that's right. Oh, Those were, were the, the sh- same
1: time. Uh, Ooh, that was a shitty movie. It, <laughs> it
0: really was. Oh, boy, it was bad. Yeah. I haven't seen Brotherhood of the Wolf since, like, college. It's been a very long time. But the thing that really stuck out about, especially that opening fight, is, again, the brutality of it. Yeah. It's a nice mix of, like, very, like, graceful and ballet, like, choreography, with just the most hard-hitting, bone-snapping shit, oh, yeah. and it is awesome. It's
1: so vicious, and I mean, you just don't. It'd be for filming complications, you never get great, like just in the countryside rain fights. Sure, yeah. The only one I can think of is uh, I think it's in Hero where there's a good rain fight with yeah, the spear guy. That's where right. Oh, the spear like bisects a raindrop at
2: one yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's a dope. But
2: movie. that's like in an
1: urbanish. Setting. Yeah, they're like, like in a like a tea house. It's just like yeah. one of those tea houses with like an open, open roof. middle. Yeah. Yeah, but Whereas no, this one's just fucking in a field.
0: Yeah, it's not like the woods. Yeah. It's like everybody's Star Wars fan film location. <laughs> right, <laughs> right.
2: Anything that's not a rock quarry or the desert.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, the other thing I love about that movie is the giant, like, steampunk. Lion wolf, lion
1: thing? wolf thing, yeah. They put like some weird outfit on a lion,
0: yeah, to make it a giant like super wolf. Yeah,
1: and it eats people. You know those guitars
2: that are like double guitars? <laughs> yeah.
0: That whole movie you could paint on the side of a a, a van. Yeah. <laughs> you get the gist. Yeah, you totally could. <laughs> and it'd be a bitchin' van. <laughs> you really would. Uh, Mark, favorite martial arts fight sequence. Uh, I'm going to go with one that I've talked about here on the podcast before. And I'm going with the uh, single-shot staircase fight from Tony Jaws' The Protector. Mm. Uh, So The Protector is a really great movie. It concerns a kid who's... uh, primo elephant is stolen by poachers and he goes on a single-minded mission to Australia to beat the shit out of everybody with his knees and elbows to get back his elephant most of his dialogue in the movie is where's my elephant and give me back my elephant but this sequence—he,
2: <laughs> has... Tra- it's just an R-rated <laughs> episode of The Simpsons. <laughs> mm-hmm. Where's yeah.
0: my elephant? Pretty much. Where's all our elephants? He, uh, he tracks down these goons to this, like, massive, like, ten-floor, like, building, and in one unbroken shot, for the most part, I'm sure there are some hidden cuts. Fights his way up the stairs just brutally through everybody and the fight seat style he uses tony jai uses in the film is this ancient kickboxing like offshoot that's called like elephant trunk style or elephant style and it's literally just swinging your arms and knees like almost like elephant trunks with like oh, the yeah. dead weight behind him yeah to you just swing your arms from side to side and do the mario we got yeah. it yeah Except this results in broken bones aplenty. <laughs> nice. But yeah, he, it, I mean, it, it's a, a masterpiece of choreography and, and cinematography kind of mixed in one. And unlike, you know, Tony Jaa was, you know, when he first came out with Ong Bak, Thai warrior, Muay Thai Warrior, and then Protector was like, oh, this is the new Jet Li, the new Bruce Lee, the new Jackie Chan. Like, this is the guy. And this movie kind of cemented that reputation of him just doing amazingly graceful acts of martial arts... Skill mixed with just again, it's all elbows and knees yeah. and broken arms and legs, and it's so rad. He throws guys and and again it's a lot of Jackie Chan stuff in the sense that there's no stunt men, like there's no wires. If people get thrown off a roof, you'll get thrown off a roof. <laughs> if you take a knee to the chest, guess what? You ain't got a chest. <laughs> Uh, it's really awesome sequence. Um, it's it, I just I'll sometimes queue it up on YouTube just that sequence and just watch it. Nice. It's like eight minutes long. It's fantastic. Uh, any honorable mention martial arts fight sequence we want to uh, go over here? I, I mean,
2: it's stretching the definition a little bit because it has a lot of melee weapons, but uh, the House of Blue Leaves fight in Kill Bill, yeah, it's pretty damn good. I know that Patrick Bromley has a hatred of
1: this movie that we have yet to explore. That's true. We'll get there one day. (laughs) I'm sure when I have to watch it angrily.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But House of Blue Leaves is a dope fight scene. Especially, I've seen the, uh, the Japanese edit where it's in color and has a few shots that are cut out of the American version. Most notably, one of the Crazy 88 gets split in half. From head to toe by the Hattori Hanzo sword. And then
0: goes, splorch.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's great. And I am deeply frustrated that we still don't have an American release of the parts one and two The whole bloody affair, yeah. Like, there was some, like, DVD event that I remember someone went to in, like, 2010. And they're like, oh, we saw it under glass. And, like, it's coming out soon. And then just nothing.
0: I mean, to be fair, like, Kill Bill Volume 2 like Kill Bill one and two like was supposed to come out like two years before we eventually came out. Yeah. When the first trailer came out, it was like, oh, this is rad, and then you didn't hear anything about it forever.
2: Yeah, but that was what, like 2003? Yeah, that was a long
0: time ago. (laughs) Yeah, that was a while
2: ago. Uh, Plus, those producers are all in jail now. (laughs) Yep. Or have fled the country awaiting trial. Good stuff. Good for them.
1: (laughs)
0: Pieces of shit. Patrick, any uh, Uh, honorable mention martial arts fights?
1: You know, I'm trying to... I feel like there is one that I'm forgetting, but in that we just mentioned it, I always thought that the fights in Hero were actually really great. Though they are almost dances, like they yes. are big colored dances, but they're still pretty fucking baller. It's in the same ballpark as like Crouching Tiger. In fact, I
2: think it's there's some like uh, oh
1: yeah, there's a bunch of like producer
2: overlap. Yeah, and stuff. yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Hero is
0: great, fantastic movie. Uh, for me, I think I'm gonna go with something a little bit more uh, western martial arts with boxing and I'm gonna go the, uh, the first fight uh, with Adonis Creed in the movie Creed sure. which is all shot as like a one single take like one round of boxing yeah. uh, and it is extremely visceral and brutal it's one of the best boxing scenes I think that's ever been shot um, it's amazing and Michael B. Jordan uh, who is just a charisma fountain uh, and I would watch him do literally anything yeah um he's so great in that movie and like he just nails the physicality of it and the emotion and the the raw power and rage of somebody who's starting to get beat up and like no this is my birthright and then just fucking <laughs> hammers dudes uh, it's fantastic and the final fight in that movie is great too Yeah,
2: I super can't wait for the sequel where he fights Ivan
0: Drago's kid. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Nice. (laughs) This is all very exciting. (laughs) Well, and I was going to say, like, my very deep cut kind of goofy honorable mention would probably be the fight from Rocky IV, Rocky and Drago, because it stops being a boxing match about four seconds in. Yeah, almost immediately. And then it turns into a like wrestling match where pe- where there's two- a lot of
2: grappling in that way yeah.
0: and it's also just two mountains throwing <laughs> ham fists at each yeah. other at some point mm-hmm. there's no skill involved it just becomes haymaker <laughs> after haymaker <laughs> but and then it- he gives that speech that tears down the Berlin Wall yeah that's true if you can change and I could change Maybe we all could change. <laughs> and then we find out, like 20, 30 years later, that no, we not can't really. change. No. Nope. No, not really. No, nope. If Drago wins in the new one, does that mean communism comes back? That'd be amazing. <laughs> I think we have to re enter
2: the uh, nuclear arms treaty <laughs> if that happens. I think that's what's on the line for this next one.
0: <laughs> uh, cool. Any other honorable mentions? You guys want to... Uh, just a quick
2: Jackie Chan. Uh, my favorite Jackie Chan of all time is uh, Legend of the Drunken Master, specifically the like climactic Drunken Master fight. Uh, the whole philosophy is Drunken Master style is that you pretend like you're too drunk to fight and it throws your enemy off balance and then you very quickly kind of put in a little bit of judo to redirect their energies to like topple them and throw them down. And it is... A delight to
0: watch. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. Well, uh, that's going to do it for this little mini-sode of Body Counts and Beer. Again, next week, we will be discussing the Jackie Chan Classic Rumble in the Bronx. Uh, and for Body Counts and Beer, I'm Mark Rosenthal. I'm Patrick Brown. I'm Jonathan
2: Rooney-Taylor.
0: And we'll see you next time. Punch. Kick. Throw. Improvised weapon. Vince Vaughn. Masturbate. Body Counts and Beer is Patrick Bromley, Mark Rosendahl, and Jonathan Rooney-Taylor. Please subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. And do us a favor, leave us that rating and review. Five stars, please. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Body Countcast, or email us at bodycountsandbeer at gmail.com.